I'm not going to stop. <laughs> Two drinks in a bar. Jeez. Welcome to another episode of Two Drink Cinema. We are two brothers reviewing movies, two drinks at a time. Hello, Brett. Hello. <laughs> we are here this week with our review of our nostalgic rewatch, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. If you haven't listened to the preview episode or, or read anything about our preview of the movie, uh, then just click back. The link's in the episode description and you can go back and listen to our preview and then watch the movie and then listen. Or if you've watched Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory a number of times like we both have, just sit back and enjoy. Yeah. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, June 30, 1971. Wow. 50 years and two months-ish ago. Ish. Uh, yes, we were meant to be watching Respect, the Aretha Franklin biopic yeah. this week, but Melbourne is still in lockdown, so cinemas are closed. But, yes, they were slightly open today. So oh, yes. I went down to the Our local... Sun Theatre, a local cinema in Yarraville. Yep. And we are now enjoying some popcorn and choc tops. Yeah, so we've got our popcorn for during the recording and then our choc tops ready to go for afters. Oh, it's just almost like being at the movies. Yes. Except like... We're allowed to talk. Yeah, we're allowed to talk. <laughs> and then when like somebody's phone isn't going off and... Um, no yeah. one's crinkling no one packets. There's no like old lady at the back yelling, Oh, she looks familiar. Yeah. Oh, who's she? Oh, it's Jane Wilder. Oh, yes, that one from <laughs> the Mel Brooks movies. Um, we have discussed previously our funny cinema mm. stories, and they both involve uh, middle aged or elderly ladies. So go back yep. through our back catalogue of and episodes if you want to hear those stories. Both at the Sun Theatre. <laughs> uh, but. Uh, I have nothing but good experiences of the Sun Theatre. That's true. Uh, in Yarraville. So uh, if you if they do sell the Choc Tops and the popcorn again, which I'm hoping they do for next week's recording, uh, then get down there and enjoy. Now, it was filmed in Munich in Germany. Yes, Because uh, Mel Stewart thought it had more of a storybook fantasy quality than if he'd filmed it in a suburb of London. I um, thought it was in London. It's in, it's very English. It, it's very English looking. Yeah, I thought it was filmed and in I, England. I thought it was like set in London, like Charlie lives in London. But then once you find out it's filmed in Germany, you look at it again and you go, oh yeah, it looks German. Yeah. And I think the Germans have good chocolate. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Augustus Gloop will tell you, yeah. Um, I watched it while eating a box of pizza shapes. And I, then I got about 20 minutes in and I'm like, I should be eating chocolate. I got about <laughs> um, 30 seconds into the credits and I was glad I had a packet of Tim Tams. Yep. Because I was like, oh, God, I want chocolate. I'm like, oh, wait. But then I also went to the dentist today, so he won't be happy with me. No, he That's won't be. Right. Maybe when he was asking about, Stuff you should have said. Oh, just by the way, I just watched Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Factory. So this is not normal. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, I did and brush my teeth. Anyway. Yeah, we have our <laughs> opening uh, titles of all the chocolatey mixing yeah. and making and <laughs> yeah, and an overture, which we haven't yeah. had since Spartacus. Oh, on two drink cinema, but we love an overture. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it does feel English. I wrote that as my first note. I think it even like I didn't. I just always picture it as English anyway. But Roald Dahl is English and very English. And I then I also thought that. One of his teachers was English. He is. Yeah. And makes very English jokes. Yeah. Like, um... Is is the director English? Yes. Because the director made the movie because his daughter read the book. Yeah. And was like, Daddy, Daddy, you should make this a movie. And then he took it to his mate who's a producer who just produced an ad campaign for the Quaker Oats Company... Who was were then how they got on yeah? Who were then trying to release a chocolate bar, and they said, "Let's make this chocolate movie and release the Wonka bar." But because the friendly Quakers are specialists in gluten-based, not cocoa-based products, oh, right? Okay, they stuffed it up. Yeah, it wasn't and a got good the mix wrong. Bar. It melted too quickly. Oh, and so they're like, "Well, I can't buy this chocolate. It's going to melt all over my golden ticket." But I've got a golden ticket, and so that. Went busto, but now Nestle owns the Wonka brand for candies. Right, okay. Because I was like, there's still a thing though. Yeah, they have their beloved and gobstoppers and nerds. And nerds, that's the one that everybody has. Nerds. Yeah, which is funny that like of all the Wonka things that people think about, it's the gobstopper and nerds, not a chocolate bar. No, because Cadbury. Yeah, well, in Australia and Nestle's, Nestle everywhere Nestle's, else. Yeah. Um, but it Nurses. is Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. But all I can think yeah, of true. is nerds. That's true. After the fact, though. Yes, true. Um, we start with the Candyman song, which is creepy. It's weird. Okay, one, he's not a very good businessman. No, I um, wrote down he's going to go broke if he doesn't charge the kids. He just throws. He's just throwing his candy. Yeah. And then this scene has the bit I laughed the most at during the whole movie. <gasps> can I guess it? <laughs> yeah. Is it when he whacks the girl's yes. head? <laughs> I was watching it and I I was like, blah, blah, blah. he's like, the candy man. I'm like, what the? F- what was that girl? Yep. What did that yep. girl just do? Yep. She like, gets whiplash. I'm like, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. I rewound it. And I'm like, he hits her in the chin. She's just standing there listening to his yeah. creepy song about chocolate. So, so that she can get free candy. Yeah. And then just bang. Yep. And yep. they left it in. Yeah. Oh. But mind you, I've that's the it like three times. That's the minorest injury to any kid in the film. Yeah, she got off pretty lightly. Yeah, she could have been almost drowned in a chocolate river. She could have been sent to a furnace. Uh, I was wondering if the creepiness of it was because I'm in 2021 watching a man give free candy to kids. Maybe <laughs> singing them a song and then going yeah. around and. Talking if he was in like a Mr. Whippy style candy van, Do you need it? Yeah, very different, <laughs> very different. Now, would you like some ice cream? And then we meet the most ordinary kid with the most ordinary name, oh. Charlie Bouquet. Charlie Bouquet. <laughs> <laughs> no Charlie, relation to Hyacinth. Charlie Bucket. Charlie Bucket. Maybe that's also why I think it's English. <laughs> 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 Bucket. The only other person with the surname Bucket is Hyacinth. 
from keeping yeah, up appearances. Yeah. A very niche references for anybody out there. Um, and I was thinking like the creepiness of the Candyman, and then I was thinking more about what's going to get more creepy in the movie. I, f- I found it. Roald Dahl is quite a creepy kids writer. Yeah, if you think of like witches, witches. BFG, yeah, even um, the twits. Oh, yeah, uh, kind weird. of scary and creepy. Um, I haven't seen James and the Giant Peach. I don't. I don't. I think I saw it once. I don't remember being that creepy. It's weird. You couldn't watch that in twenty twenty one either because it's a giant peach emoji. It's yeah, very different. It's different. Very different. Um, but I also think it's like movies, kids' movies. Yes. Quote unquote. Um, and stories were a lot darker back in the day. Yeah. This was written 1964, released as a book in 1964. like, you know, very... Kids. Like, coddled. Yes, cotton-wooled kids. Yeah, cotton-wooled. Yeah. So we meet Charlie and he goes home. Now, we, at various points in our lives, have had four grandparents. Charlie has them and they all live in the one house. Yeah. If all four of our grandparents were in the one house together, yeah, you may or may not have a favourite, but would you have made it so obvious oh, to the other three? No. <laughs> would... Poor Grandma Geraldine. Is that her name? No, we've got uh, Grandpa George and George. Grandma Georgina. Georgina, yeah. Grandma Josephine and Grandpa Joe is the favourite. I don't think Georgina has a line. Well, she probably has been in bed for 20 years. I think she might have died during the movie. Like, you don't see her. And just like, like that kid getting her head whacked, no one noticed. Yeah, no one noticed. She's like, oh, leave her in, leave her in. We can't afford to shoot this again. Yeah. We've only in. got $3 million. We can't replace Grandma Josephine. Um, it's weird because obviously Grandpa Joe is not only Charlie's favourite, but Charlie's mum's favourite. Well, it's Charlie's mum's dad. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, it's, but also you wouldn't have made it a, that obvious. He's kind of a dick. Yes, like I mentioned in the preview episode, there is a huge anti-grandpa Joe movement yeah. on the internet. Now we've got a couple a couple of things. He still smokes a pipe. Yeah. He doesn't bring any money into the no. house, but still <laughs> buys tobacco. I wrote down. He's just like, oh, where is he? The boy works too hard. But then Charlie gets home with his money. And then Grandpa like, Joe's take your tobacco. Yeah, okay. He's he like, does, he puts no, up a little bit of fight. Uh, no, but okay. No, but okay. And then, but then also, none of them have been out of bed for twenty years. Yeah. But as soon as Charlie says, "I want you to come to the chocolate factory with me," he's dancing. Yeah, it's he's doing the line dance and a box step. And the um, the other thing is, what a moocher house. Could you imagine the smell? Oh, one. Four, four old, old people. old people in a bed that don't move. Yep. So they... Bed pans. Bed pans? Yep. They wouldn't bathe. No. Really. Or but very in, well. But they're English in the 70s. So they and probably didn't bathe much they're anyway. They're not English. No, no. They're English, but it's filmed in Germany. It's not set in Germany. But it's American. It's in America. Is movie. Charlie English or Charlie's American? American? That's what I was saying before. No, I thought you meant in relation to it being filmed in Munich. No, I thought Charlie was English, but he's American. So there's and three Willie, American kids. Is, yeah, one of which is... Anyway, we'll get to that. But also, what are they having for dinner again? Is Charlie American? Yes, Charlie's American. All right, I didn't 
pay attention to his accent, obviously. He's have they're having cabbage soup. Cabbage water. Cabbage water. Hardly even cabbage soup. Um have you ever like boiled a cabbage? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't. Yeah, I have. Um, but I've I imagine coleslaw a number of times. The smell would be rank. The smell of cabbage soup and she'd come home smelling like the laundry. Yeah. Because she works in the laundry. That's not a good smell to smell like the dirty clothes. Yeah. And then Charlie runs a marathon to get yeah. home, as you said. Um he would be stinky and sweaty because he's like a grade five boy. They're stinky at the best of times. Grade five oh, boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then four mooching grandparents or three, one mooching grandparent. We don't know. Josephine's dead already. So there's another thing yeah, for yeah, the yeah. smell. Yeah. Deca- exactly. The decaying, decaying corpse of Geraldine. Grandma Josephine. Wait. One of the grandmas. George, what, whichever one. Which one do you think's dead? Georgina. Georgina. She doesn't say anything. You barely okay. see her. So Josephine at least knits. And then there's the um, smell of grandpa's pipe. Oh, mooching yeah, pipe. I never see smoke. But anyway. And the whole house is the size of your lounge room here. Yeah. So no Ugh. wonder Charlie wants to get out of there. Disgusting. 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 Um, also, the bit he... So when Charlie comes home from school mm. and then he stops off at the Wonka factory. Yes, to look at the creepy pots man. What the fuck was that man? Oh, that's what made me write down everything Dahl has a bit creepy in it. Because it's just like... I am a man saying a weird phrase at you. Yeah. Nobody goes in, nobody comes out. It's like they took... I have a butcher's knife right at the front of my cart. It's like they... It's like Roald Dahl took um, Dick Van Dyke from Mary Poppins and then just made him like the super creepy version. Instead of the instruments of the one-man oh, band... Oh, okay, now I can't be going. ...clanking <laughs> pans and knives and... No, because Dick Van Dyke walks up to kids in the park and tells them funny stories. This guy walks up with his butcher's knife and his pots and pans and tells True. kids about their weirdo I didn't in the get who factory. that man was or what his job was. His job is just that. He's a, what, to wheel around knives? No, no. It's a, he's a tinker. Charlie says it to Joe. A tinker. What's a tinker? He, a tinker would go around and fix little a things. Tinker. A tinker. <laughs> Like a tinkerer, he would tinker with things and fix them. Oh. So he would walk would to your you house. Would you hire a tinker or does he just go around and go, excuse me, can I just tinker with your oven? No, he just, he'd knock on the door and he goes, how's everything here? I'm the tinker. And you go, oh, this handle on my saucepan's a bit loose. And then he'd just tinker with it and fix it. Oh, and he'd get 20p. And then he'd get, I don't know, not much p because um, Charlie buys two chocolate bars with one little coin he finds oh. in the gutter. And you know what? You know what made me me really feel bad for the whole Bucket family? Mm -hmm. Um, They're having their cabbage water. Yes. And then Charlie's like, it's payday. I've got a loaf of bread, which looks hard as a rock. It's probably yesterday's bread because they are still poor. And then we'll make it a feast. I'm like, your feast is cabbage water and bread. How depressing is that? How depressing. But then like another thing against Grandpa Joe is he clearly has some money and uses it to yeah, buy Charlie a tobacco. Wonka bar. But, no, because that's the tobacco, to, uh, tobacco Oh, the money. tobacco money. It was meant to be for tobacco. Well, it's your money. I should probably be nice and buy you something with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, weird. Then we go back to school. Yeah, the, the teacher's very funny. The teacher's funny. But very English funny. funny. But like, do you know what it is? No, well, if you did, then you'd be teaching, you'd be teaching me, and that's rude. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what? It, what? 
English Cheap viewers, English viewers would have loved that joke. Yeah, and then he also, I like when he goes, "Oh, there's st- it's a fraud. There's still one ticket left." The kid comes in, and goes, "There's still one ticket left to the teacher," and he goes, "Class dismissed." Oh, yeah, and they go, "Oh, but there's only." One and he goes, oh, class undismissed. Oh, but it's a fake, and you can go, oh, class dismissed. Class redismissed. Class redismissed, <laughs> and then they're off. Um, and then he goes, it's like he's trying to explain what percentages are. He's not a very good teacher. <laughs> yeah. It's just like right. So if you've got a percentage, you've got this and that. Do you get it? No. Well, okay. Well, no, you're he all goes, dumb. <laughs> he goes, say you've got a hundred percent. And it's a thousand chocolate bars. How many did you get? A hundred. Well, a hundred out of a thousand is ten percent. How many did you get? One hundred and fifty. One hundred and fifty out of a thousand is fifteen percent. Charlie, how many did you get? Two. Two hundred is no, just no, two. Just I can't two. work out two. <laughs> but also, he doesn't explain why it's that percent. He just goes thousand ten. Yep, one. Yep, two. That. Yeah. Like it's just like. And then he can't work out what two percent of a thousand is. That random thing he goes. I've just changed the schedule for uh, Fridays, so everything <laughs> that was on Monday will now be on Friday. So the best your, you're about to take was what you were going to learn yesterday. Yeah, your, fr- <laughs> your Friday test on what we learned during the week will now be on Monday, so it'll be a test on the stuff that you haven't learned that. But yeah. today's Tuesday, so none of that matters. <laughs> just like, this. that seems like a Monty Python sketch. Yeah, it's very 1971 English yeah. writer. There, um, yeah, so Willy Wonka, the marketing genius, guarantees that he's going to sell millions and millions of chocolate bars the world over by putting five golden tickets in there for a tour of his factory. I've been on a tour of a chocolate factory. So high. It's okay. Oh, the best thing about it was where you get to the end and there's like the gift shop, if you will. Of like deformed chocolate and it's all cheap. Oh yeah. yeah. My the one I did didn't have that. But remember we used to do a tour of the Bega cheese factory? Oh yeah. When we were kids, the most fascinating thing for me of that was the vacuum sealer. The most fascinating thing for me was that was the um the ice cream at the gift shop at the end. <laughs> <laughs> so Ladies and gentlemen, if you ever want to take Brett on a tour of Start anything with the gift shop. <laughs> Just promise him something sugary in the gift shop at the end and he'll think it's the best tour ever. Yeah, it would be great. It was like that um, Double Decker bar I bought at the Tower of London. Loved it. Oh, I still love Double Deckers. They're great, Double oh, Deckers. Oh, I lost my head. Oh. Oh, there's a bit of Tudorian jokes. Tudorian? <laughs> Tudorian. Tudorian. Tudorian? Someone's going to need a Tudor after that teacher can't oh, teach what percentages no. are. Hey. Mass Tudor. So everyone goes nuts for the five uh, tickets in the Wonka bars around the world. They even get delivered to the White House. Yeah, that was great. But then you get other little jokes, like when Augustus Gloop finds they cross to the reporter, he's got the antlers on his head. Yeah, what was that? That was so <laughs> just, random. It's just funny. <laughs> and then it was weird because the other funny bit was like, um, they're all eating, eating. Oh, Mr. Gloop, do you have something to say? And then he just eats and the he microphone. eats the microphone because they're fat and they just eat and eat a lot. Gluttony. Now, the kids are very good actors. Charlie's yeah. quite a good actor. Charles Augustus doesn't have good. many lines. Veruca was the only one that kept acting. She oh, did yeah. a lot of TV work. Probably because she's British, probably EastEnders. Charlie's a vet now. Charlie is a vet, yes. I think Augustus a, uh, is a lawyer. A 
dairy cow vet. Oh. So he's still part of the chocolate making chain. Mm. Um, what? Very, very <laughs> like loosely. Well, they need milk to make the chocolate. And if Charlie doesn't fix the cows, then you don't get milk for Willy Wonka to make the chocolate. Yeah, I know, but it's like... Otherwise, you're going to have to start milking I'm all I'm sure when he's milking his cow, he's not sitting there going, I'm part of the chocolate making process. <laughs> and then he's going to go into like the milk bar, no pun intended, yeah. and um, buy a chocolate and go, see, kid, I helped make this. <laughs> well, he did. There's a flow-on effect. There's all parts of the chain to the chocolate making process that aren't part of this movie, but Charlie is a very valuable part <laughs> of that. <laughs> The deleted scenes of the Willy Wonka go to the cow farm to make sure everything's okay. Um, Veruca Salt is number two, correct? Yes. Um, what with her pet, with her dad's Bitch. nut factory? Um, what I kind want of a candy bar? I want to kind of get. slave labor scheme is he running here? The ladies, the factory. Fuck the nuts. It's like fuck the nuts for the day. Your job for the day is to unwrap chocolate bars. One, what happens with the ones they unwrap? Do they get to take them home? And then it's like... Probably not. Um, and then it's like, oh, they're not working hard enough, Daddy. They don't even care. And then he goes out the window and goes, whoever finds it gets a one-pound bonus. So, Come um, on, Mr. Salty. If you look at the average, the average weekly wage for men... In England, uh, in 1971, was 28 pounds a week. Right. So halve that for women. Yeah. So it was five pounds a pint. Oh, one hour. Okay. This is. I found this. I just googled it quickly. Right. Okay. And the first thing that comes up, I googled average wage 1971 London, and the first site that it takes me to is the comparison of the cost of a pint. Oh, that's a very important. So, with one hour's work from uh, nineteen seventy-one, male wages could buy you five point six pints. Wow! So, let's say you worked a twenty-eight hour week at forty hours. The hourly rate is point seven pounds. So, it's a whole like it's like going up to an old someone hour. now and saying, "Here's thirty bucks. If you find it, I'll give you an extra thirty bucks," which still yeah. isn't much, actually. I'll just buy thirty dollars of my own chocolate bars. Yeah. Wait, then I'm negative. Anyway, you know what I mean. But you could have got a golden ticket. I've got a golden. Yeah, but if I if I bought my own candy bars and found a golden ticket on my own, I wouldn't have to get some greedy entitled. Yeah, exactly. Bitch. So you wouldn't be thirty dollars down. That's true. Yeah. But also I wouldn't find it because I'm not a child that has already had the golden ticket planted where Willy Wonka wants it. That's true. theory. Uh, so Veruca Salt is second with her parents' nut factory. But then we get really sad about Charlie because he's really What's poor. The... Why? So they bought him a, a, a chocolate for his birthday. A Wonka bar, yep. But it was the one. It was the wrong bar. No, they were just in the normal Wonka bars. No, but he was in like it was in like a square, like a wagon wheel packet. Oh yeah, it was a different yeah. packet. They bought yeah. him the wrong thing because they're dumb. Because um, they just mooch off him and all <laughs> yeah. his earnings. Um, and then I don't understand. He opens it. I found it. I found it. Like what? You go. You believed me, didn't you? Why oh, yeah. would you fake it? No, I'm so confused because he just w- 
No, because Charlie's such a nice boy. He just wants everybody in the house to be happy. Well, fuck you, Charlie. <laughs> he's a very nice boy. Uh, and then Mum sings the sad song that I forgot about. That's quite a nice song. Cheer, Cheer up, Charlie. Up, Charlie. It has a good message at the end. Um, just be glad you're you. You know what? But um, I'm going to take that into next week's episode of No Pants, No Problems. You're going to sing it? In the yeah, I'm going to sing it to Jeff. Oh. Cheer up, Jeff. Just be glad Cheer you're you. Up, Jeffrey. And then Jeff will be like, I don't wish I was me. No, don't wait. <laughs> Jesus. We're all glad um, that we're us, and that's what No Pants, No Problems um, is about. And, I'm, and we're also glad we're not Charlie. Um, we're not as poor as Charlie, correct. <laughs> really bad. Um, it's also the song that we, if you were like, okay, we need to take a few minutes out of the movie. What can we take out? Yeah. Cheer up, Charlie. Out. Yeah, yeah. But um, it is a nice song. And then Mike T- Mike TV, I like him at the start. I don't. Um, so spoiler alert, everyone listening, I don't like any of these The kids, kids. are shit. Um, but they're all shit. The kids are shit and the parents are worse. Well, apparently, according to Brett, even Charlie's shit. Well, he, I don't know who fucking did that. Anyway, tease, his, tease his old <laughs> decrepit grandparents like that. Geraldine almost woke up from her slumber. <laughs> Geraldine, why do I keep saying Geraldine? Grandma Georgina almost Georgina. did a vampire and came back from the dead. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I like Mike TV is like the action y kid and he's all hyper. Yeah. Um, Roald Dahl couldn't like think of a name. <laughs> name Mike TV. Mike TV, what does he do? Watch TV. Yep, got it. Cool. Done. Could that be the nickname? No, because it's Mrs. TV. Yeah, it's Mrs. TV. <laughs> Um, you know what bits I have no memory of? The newsreader bits. The newsreader bits. And then these weird in-between little sketches, like, um, yeah. like the computer bit, which was hilarious. Yeah, I love the computer bit. Now I'm programming the computer to yeah. tell me yeah. where it is. That's one of the goodies. That's Tim Brooke Taylor. Because that would be cheating. I am just going to now tell what blah, 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 blah. I'm a computer. What do I have with chocolate? Yeah. What need do I have for a lifetime supply of chocolate? I am now telling what what <laughs> exactly do with the chocolate. Shove, Shove it up, it up your up. ass. Um, the funniest one. There though. were a lot more. Oh, you had to go to the funniest one and then I'll tell you one that was deleted. The funniest one was um, like the ransom note. Like this woman's husband gets kidnapped. There's <laughs> a ransom note. And it's like, oh, well, da, da, da. and you call, go, yeah, yeah, okay. What do they want? It's like, they want your, they want your Wonka bars. They want your case of Wonka bars. And she goes, and then he goes, Mrs. I can't remember. Well, he goes, how long did they give me to think about it? <laughs> it's your Wonka bars against your husband's life. And she's like, oh, how long can I think? <laughs> the one that was, one of the ones that was deleted was, uh, a guy is hiking up like the Himalayas to find a guru. Oh, yeah. And then the guy goes to the guru, what's this the meaning of like, life? This sounds like the start of a bad joke. <laughs> okay, so there's a guy walking up the Himalayas. Well, <laughs> it might be a bad joke. There's a guy hiking up the Himalayas to find the guru who... Um, he gets to find the guru and he says, Oh, guru, mystical guru, what's the meaning of life? And the guru says, what are you going to give me in offering for the meaning of life? And he gives him the Wonka bar. Yep. The guru opens the Wonka bar and there's no golden ticket. And the guru says, life is a disappointment. 
And you could so, have just gone to the bucket house to learn that. <laughs> Jesus. And so it didn't, but it didn't go well at the test screenings. No. And then at like the third or fourth test screenings, one of the director and writer's friends was in the audience who was a psychologist. And so he asked him about it and he said, you don't get it. Most people think life is a disappointment. Yeah. <laughs> so they're not going to laugh at the joke. just rude. Yeah. It's just reminding them that once they leave this theatre, they're back to their normal life with no golden ticket and no mysterious chocolate factory. Mm. So four have been won. Yes. And then the fifth one gets one. Slugworth gets some real frequent fryer miles going. Did <laughs> yep. I say frequent fryer miles? Did. <laughs> you know what? I almost wrote um, it and then I had to rewrite he does, but frequent He does, but he doesn't. Miles. He only goes to... Um, Germany, Germany only goes. Only goes to, to Germany from Germany. Apparently, America, which you're telling me it's set in. It is. They're all American. He's American. Grandma Joe's Grandma Joe and Grandma <laughs> Josephine are American. Grandma Geraldine. I'm pretty sure. This, <laughs> did I just not listen to it properly? Okay. Mike TV is American. So Arizona, wherever Beauregard's um, from. Beauregard's from. Veruca's Veruca British. British. It's really German. not that far. And he doesn't go to Paraguay because that was a fake. Yeah. Apparently, the picture of the guy that won the one in Paraguay is a Nazi henchman, oh, Martin Jesus. Borman. Oh, my God. <laughs> Apparently. Anyway. Maybe it was in Germany. So then the uh, all five are winning. And then one of the newsreader scenes is great. This is a great line. And he's, he goes, we might be tempted to be bitter in our losing. And then he goes... But there are many more important things in life. Offhand, I can't think of what they are, but yeah. there must be something. <laughs> it's like, you know what these little bits are? They're like almost, it's a kid's movie, but put these jokes in for the adults. Yeah. And you can see on reading the script why the Pythons wanted to be involved. Oh, yeah, because they're like almost pre-written sketches for well, them. They could have actually just bought the script. Yeah, and this made could a be movie. This Monty could be Python, Python and the Chocolate and the Factory. Chocolate Factory. <laughs> Would be great, but this is mm. before their first movie. 75 right. was Holy Grail, their first movie. Um, maybe they read it and they were like, we could this make is a movie. basically a sketch show yeah. in movie form. We can do that. Yeah. And then they did, and George Harrison gave them all the money. Oh, yeah. then he died. That's why at the concert for George, after George Harrison died, the Monty Pythons do a couple of sketches, along oh. with like Eric Clapton and Paul McCartney and all, all those details. Yeah. Um, so the Paraguayan winner is a Nazi, um, <laughs> which and he's also a fake, um, and he makes golden a golden ticket up. faker, forger. Oh, and what's the, the things that um, oh, you'd have to be poor to get twenty cents out of the drain, wouldn't you? Oh yeah. Oh Charlie, I'm going to say it again. Poor Charlie. Poor Charlie. Um. Oh, one more thing. Speaking of poor Charlie, yeah. right? The teacher. It's after that that the teacher asks how many Wonka bars they buy. Yeah. Charlie goes, I've got two. Yeah. And then laughs at him that it's only two. Mm. As a teacher, because I've been a teacher, yeah. you would know which of your Is the poor kids one. are take 20 cents out of the gutter poor. Yeah. And you wouldn't pick on them in class about it's, being poor. It's the kid that wears the same outfit every day and it stinks like cabbage water yeah. and, and tobacco, rotting flesh. And dead grandma Georgina. <laughs> Sweat because in his spare time he runs around 
doing very haphazard just paper delivery. Yeah, just throwing just them throwing toward, in, generally towards yeah, people. Concussing, concussing people. Concussing people. Concussing people. And concussing. Concussing. Yep. Concussing people. Speak today. Then he finds the golden ticket, and everybody is happy, and he almost gets mobbed. The woman almost rips his arm off. And then, thank God for the, I think he's German, paper seller. He's not American. No, he wasn't American. Okay, he's not American. Run, Charlie. Then, uh, surely Charlie's English. His teacher is English. It's it's in America. It's in an international school. You reckon Charlie goes to an international school? That's why he's poor. I don't know what that has to do with anything. Um, and then Peter Ostrom was born in Dallas. Oh, okay. And then he gets run into by Slugworth, and he's the only one that we're told actually Slugworth's actual plan. Yeah. Slugworth wasn't a character in the book. No. Only a minor mention of the rival. I do like the addition of this Part of the storyline. Rolled didn't. Uh, Rolled didn't. Rolled. Rolled didn't like any of it. No. Uh, because they decided that they needed to have a villain. They need to have a baddie. Because bitchface Veruca Salt wasn't a villain enough. Yeah, they're all bad kids, but they needed to have a bad guy in it. Then Grandpa Joe suddenly has the use of his legs again, but also Something. no bed sores. No bed sores. No, no issues whatsoever. Anything, no. One verse and he's completely cured. Yeah. Um, Box stepping, jumping around poles, singing, dancing, singing. Not a great voice. Um, you know who has a terrible singing voice who is actually probably tone deaf? Charlie. That was fucking awful. The harmony at the end? No, just the whole thing. is like, I've got a golden ticket. Change my hand. I'm like, Charlie, <laughs> what are you doing? If you listen to it again... Listen to the ending. It's of the it. only one. No, but he actually also leaves actually a syllable out. And I think he left a syllable out so that he could try and find what note he was going to sing next. Listen to it again. <laughs> and you'll hear that he kind of loses it at the end and doesn't sing anywhere near what uh, Grandpa sings. Um, this bit where I have to... Charlie finds the golden ticket. Yes. As a person who's watched a lot of Family Guy, um, that was particularly hard to watch because I laughed straight away because Family Guy do that skit where Peter does something. Yep. Yep. He always does something. He's the family guy. Run, little Peter, run. (laughs) And then it's that classic scene where he... um, Where he... Runs into Runs, no, he Yeah, where he trips over and he does that thing on his knee. Oh, ah, okay. Ah, ah, yeah. Um, which is on your board there up there. there. Yeah, somewhere. It doesn't matter because we're on a podcast. This is worse than describing a meme because people can find memes on the internet. Oh, right. They can't find a picture of what's on your wall um, on the internet. The whole bit with the factory as well was also hard to watch because... Family Guy basically did an episode yep. where um, they went to the beer factory. Ah, uh, yes. And it was basically um, just piss take of the whole thing. Do you... Uh, and then started... Yep. With, sorry. <laughs> it's the last <laughs> bit of Family Guy. I'm actually not going to say this. I'm going to be sure. It started with, it's like how they get rid of people in the um, Willy Wonka. 
you know, yep. it's one goes first. <laughs> it starts with Joe goes first because the factory doesn't have ramps. <laughs> <laughs> And he gets these little Sorry, you have to go. You don't have ramps. Okay, one ten. <laughs> we get to the factory and the brass band is playing. It's a very English brass band. I'm still convinced it's set in England. Or is it really German? Well, it's probably an actual German bra- brass band, but it's not a very American brass band. Um, do you remember when we watched this as kids... When Mike TV goes, hey, Billy, hey, Maggie, hey, fish face, and we loved it. No. <laughs> fish face. We just say that all the time. When, when they go I, to I each kid and he goes, is there anyone who want to say back home? And Mike TV goes, hey, Billy, hey, Maggie, hey, fish face. <laughs> He's got his little stupid kid lisp. Hi, Cornelia. I'm still chewing my chewy. Yeah. Cornelia? Yeah. Cornelia, I don't know. You don't know any names from this movie. And... Then uh, Gene Wilder, Willy Wonka, yep, comes Entrance. out of the factory and does his contractually obligated somersault fall over thing that we talked about in the preview episode. Obligated. Yeah, he said, I'll only take the role if, you, if we do this. Yeah. And so it, from then on, it becomes contractually obligated. The other, but the thing that really impressed me about that scene wasn't the brass band, wasn't the somersault falling somersault it was the door that opens itself oh yeah very impressive yeah like an automatic door yeah wow but it wasn't like you see the sliding automatic doors this one was like hinges open very small door very impressive he's Um, not a big man he what he does well is um fake being nice yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, hello. And then, oh, Mrs. TV, what a lovely child. <laughs> <laughs> he must have been a primary teacher in another life. Yeah. Uh, and he promises everybody that there's nothing dangerous in the factory. Line number one. Uh, yes. Well, line number two after the limp, which is Ooh. why he put the limp in. Line number three after being nice to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> line number three Mike TV is a lovely child. Yeah. Uh, and then this it's just so like little weird bits. They grab the coat hooks. Oh, yeah. And then the weird uh, contract with the yeah. tiny writing down the bottom. And then the the wall, the room with only one door. Yeah. And they're all in there and they're like. They're all freaking out. And then, yeah. Oh, I need to you get know out what? of here. Freaking out, freaking okay. out. The parents are as bad as the kids. God, they oh, just the complain about shocking. everything. Just like, oh, what is this? Let's get out of here. You're like literally oh, a minute. Shut and up, Mister. You're Beauregard. a minute and a half in. Yeah, Fucking get painful. over it. Then they get through to the little musical lock, and there's the mistake. Do you know the mistake? He doesn't do the. Well, he plays it. Yeah, even if he doesn't play it, the mum, TV's mum, who's the teacher, she goes Rachmaninoff. It's not Rachmaninoff. No, but is that a mistake or is she just an idiot? Well, that's what in what I read about the movie. It's we don't know whether it's a mistake to show that she's a bit of an idiot. I think it's a way to show she's a bit of an idiot because she seems to be during the movie a miss know it all, know it all. Yeah, but so it's like you don't know shit. One, you've never heard of Oompa Loompa Land. Yeah, who hasn't? It's uh, Mozart's Marriage of Figaro for anyone Mm. that didn't Mm. know that already. Um, We'll play that at the end of the episode. 
Is it uh, on the public domain? Pretty sure he died Probably is. about He's Mozart. years ago. So. He died long before Roald Dahl did. So if they can make a Johnny Depp uh, Ooh. version of this, then we oh. get into the chocolate factory. Chocolate factory. It's. I read. I read a bit about this actually before we go any further. The movie is like forty-five minutes in before we meet Willy Wonka. Yeah, which and is a bigger lead-up than I remember. One of the reviews that I read, it says it says a lot about Gene Wilder's performance that you actually, like I said in the preview, when you think about Willy Wonka or Charlie in the Chocolate Factory, you think of Gene Wilder well before you think of Johnny Depp. But Gene yeah. Wilder's in just under half of the movie. Oh, yeah, but the, but the, it, like, the is... whole movie is him. Yeah. Uh, that's how good he is. And then we get the pure imagination where he creepily pulls out Mike TV's hair. Yeah, what was that? Yes. He's on the spectrum. Yeah, no, he's just mad. He's just a crazy person that lives with um, Vinicius Canids. It's um, our second mad scientist movie in a row oh, after Frank and Ferdinand. That's very true. different. Very different. But both very mad. But again. We have a good message in the song. Don't treat your imagination. Oh. Um, <laughs> now, if just, you want to view paradise, look simply look around and view it. Paradise is wherever you yes, can find unless it. you're in Charlie's house. And don't lose your imagination like these stupid, annoying fucking parents in this movie <laughs> that have just complained the whole fucking time. Sorry. <laughs> like, Save some room for late Augustus. <laughs> And then it was interesting. Obviously, then everything is edible. Hang on. Who do you hate more, the kids or the parents? Well, as the movie was going on, <laughs> it was kind of a toss up. Um, I hate it. I hate Grandpa Joe. Everything's <laughs> edible or eatable. Eatable. You can eat it. Edible. You can eat it. You can yeah. eat it. Except um, for the one the thing one that we see did. Willy Wonka eat. Yeah. The little teacup was made of wax, but he ate it. I don't know why he I, ate it. Because he, it's to show that everything's yeah, eatable. Surely make make it eatable. Well, maybe they couldn't because they didn't know how. Because if you made that out of chocolate or sugar, at, oh sugar, yeah, that would have worked. Yeah, like if all of the other of things that they hold yes. that are made of sugar. <laughs> if you made it out of chocolate, it would melt. It would melt. But if you made it out of sugar, well, yeah, like maybe one it of wouldn't the, look right. One of the girls. Look, look, the chocolate's that hard that one of the girls smashed it on a rock. Veruca bitch. And then fell over and smashed open her own leg on that same rock. <laughs> That's how hard the... Anyway, so every take, he had to bite a bit and then leave that wax in his mouth until the yeah. director said cut. cut and he spat it and then out. he spat it out and started again. Jeez. Thanks for listening to Two Drink Cinema. If you'd like to support us further, head over to patreon.com slash twodrinkcinema. As a patron, you gain access to exclusive bonus episodes and can contribute to the making of Two Drink Cinema. The support of our patrons can help us go from a D-grade flop to a box office blockbuster. Patreon.com forward slash twodrinkcinema. Cheers. Now, there's a theory that Willy Wonka really didn't want to give away his factory because he wanted to retire. He wanted to give away his factory oh, no. before WorkSafe came for him. Oh. 
WorkSafe or whatever or, um, the <laughs> Munich, London, or American version of WorkSafe or like is. The, um, yeah, okay, yeah. Or the people smuggling people. Yeah, for the Oompa Loompas. But no, it's very much about the lack of workplace safety. No barriers over the Chocolate River. Right, yes, true. That's why Augustus Liebling falls in. And then he's just very casual about it. It's, oh, please, help, please, murder. Yeah, that comes later. <laughs> oh, please, help. Oh, that's stop, when, please, don't go there. That's when he, like you, is getting annoyed by the parents. Well, I have a theory. Okay. I'll go, I'll say it now. Um, Willy Wonka had a plan. Yes. Right? He was always going to give it He was a mass Charlie. murderer. Oh, okay, yeah. Right? He was always going to give it to Charlie. Because he'd spotted the poorest kid in the Munich, One. London, American village. One. They're in the same town. It's yep. a good start. Handy. Um, next, Charlie's in a prick. Um, <laughs> that's enough. But Grand- he needed Grandpa to somehow Joe's. test him and just meaninglessly murder four other asshole children. So his plan is to murder four get children the kids and then get them out. Okay. And it was always going to be Charlie. And that's why whenever somebody finds a golden ticket, Slugworth slash not Slugworth is always there because they're planted for these specific kids to find. So you think Willy Wonka isn't a chocolate maker. He's a child murderer. Yes. Yeah. It's Charles Manson witness protection. So do you think that after Charlie gets the factory... No, he lives. Because Charlie's No, no, good. he lives, but then Willy Wonka just goes on continuing. So he's giving up the factory to pursue his real life's purpose, which is murdering children. No, that's just an unfortunate accident that happened four times in one day. You just said he planned it. <laughs> no, he planned for it to always be Charlie. Because if you think, Ryan, yep. the boat... That goes down the creepy tunnel. Yes. Only has eight seats. Yes. So it doesn't have enough seats. Augustus Liebling Liebling and and the the fat mother. Because they would have (laughs) the boat. boat. You want to know another fact about the boat? I'm not sure about your theory. It's true. Because I'm not sure whether you're saying he's a child murderer or those other children were just a distraction. Um, That was just, they didn't pass the test. And they couldn't control their greedy and gluttony and anger and wrath and pride. Not lust. Because um, they're kids. And there's only five and of them. There's not seven. I don't know. I'm still not convinced they all died. So they're not also they're, they're all greed. None of them are the seven. Oh, except pride is Mike TV. Well, I was thinking that, right? Because Pride is Mike TV because he wants to see himself on the TV. Yeah. Greed is I want it now. Farouk assault, gluttony, Farouk assault. obviously. Yep. Gustos. Then I was couldn't work out what um Violet Beauregard's is. Hmm. Should we talk about the Violet Beauregard theory or continue on and then come back to it? Maybe we'll talk about it when she turns into a blueberry. When she turns violet, violet. Let's have a chat. An open, honest chat. Join best mates Lee and Jeff as they strip back everything, literally and figuratively, to have an open conversation about life. No pants, no problems. Make sure you subscribe on your favourite platform so you don't miss an episode. Join the conversation by following us on Facebook and Twitter at No Pants Pod. All right, we are back 
and yeah. we are up to getting on the boat getting after Augustus on. Gloop Liebling oh. disappears. And you know who was excited about that? Who? Grandpa Joe. Oh, yeah. He was just like, oh, it's like a bullet out of a gun. Okay, well, okay, red flag. Grandpa Joe hates all the kids. Grandpa, Grandpa Joe hates everyone. So, because also Grandpa Joe, when they get on the he boat. He's shady as. Because then he the goes, you need, a, you need a kick in the pants. Yeah, she goes, I want a boat like this, Daddy. She goes, what she wants is a kick in the pants. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> Joe, it's like a 10-year-old girl. Sit down. Yeah. But she's an asshole, ten-year-old girl. We get on the thing, and then um, Violet, um, Violet says that spitting is a dirty habit. Oh yeah, while she's picking her nose. Do you want the funny about the picking the nose? She didn't want to do that. Oh, both look comfortable. Both Violet and Veruca, the actresses playing, had a crush on Charlie. Ooh. And they were a bit fighting over him. Oh. And so then got to the picking the nose bit and she didn't want Daddy, to do I that. I want Charlie and I want him now. She didn't do that. She didn't want to do that because she thought it would look embarrassing to do that in front of Charlie, the boy she had a crush on. Oh. oh and now he sticks his hand up a cow. <laughs> <laughs> so <Not> she <laughs> There we go. We we'll leave that one there. Okay, creepy tunnel. Oh this wait, was... well that's <laughs> I was going to say this was not in the brochure like City Slickers. <laughs> <laughs> um, then we get into the creepy tunnel, oh. which is just like, why would you put that on a tour for kids? Um, like, okay, so I get that it would be dark and colours and yeah, stuff. Yeah. But I also get, yes, him falling in the river is an accident. Yes, her eating the gum she shouldn't have eaten is an accident. Yep. Yes, her falling down the garbage chute is an accident. Yeah. But there's nothing accidental about taking kids down a tunnel on the wall you've projected someone chopping their head off a chicken. Yeah. That's not an accident. And then, and then just like um, like a skull with like millipedes wriggling Crawling out of it. through it. And then Slugworth. And then a weird bug... At least it's not like robot num- like robot monster no. <laughs> where they just glued a fin onto the back of a baby crocodile. <laughs> but then it's at the same it's time not as a, that's going on. None of that's an accident. Like Gene Wilder's just sitting there like rocking back and forth. There's no earthly way of knowing. I'm going to kill you all. Maybe he was a killer. Yeah, I think you've just proved your own theory. Now... They lied to the Oompa Loompas in that scene. The boat's oh. on a the boat's on a track. Yeah, but they didn't tell the one that was meant that was that was steering. steering it. <laughs> they also didn't tell the kids. I think you said it in the preview episode. Yeah, didn't tell the kids. Gene Wilder was going to lose was his gonna mind. Do what he did. So they were all sitting there going, "Oh, what the fuck? Gene's yep. gone nuts." And Grandpa Joe's sitting there going, "These kids are shitting themselves. This is great." <laughs> and Augustus is going. Because he's dead. Potentially. Potentially. If he hasn't been turned into fudge. fudge. The fudging room, which is what they call the toilet at the chocolate factory. <laughs> it alternates, the whole tour alternates between, this is amazing, this could kill me. Yeah. This is amazing, this could kill me. Again, nothing dangerous, though. No, nothing dangerous. Then we get into the inventing, uh, room. inventing room, which he says all the German phonetically perfectly, apparently. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Well, they are in Germany. And there's a whole lot or, of... Or London or the US. Well, they're in Germany for the filming. Yeah. So maybe that's where he learnt the German. Did they film the studio there, though? Because that that's not a real factory. <laughs> it's not a real inventing room. No. Oh, well, the outside was. But it wasn't. It was the Munich Gas Works. Ooh. It wasn't a factory. Right. Yep. Yeah. Um, creepy tunnel. Yeah. Um, then the Das Inventing Room. Das Inventing Room. Which has just a whole lot of madness in it. Yeah. Um, and this then is too tastes, cold. I'm going to mix a jacket into yeah, it. Taste something. Oh, puts the shoes in. What does that do? It gives a bit it more kick. Bit more kick. And then the machine is making the everlasting gobstoppers, which is just a whole lot of things moving back and forwards under bed sheets. Yep. And then the everlasting gobstopper comes out and every single child steals it. They are given one. Yeah, and then they pocket it. They don't eat it. Because as soon as you see it, you see the other kids go, ding. Slugworth told me to get that so I could get 10,000 of these. One of them, yeah, these. (laughs) Yeah. Is it like I don't want to say a currency because well, this has to be international? No, I don't Or are know. they something like bonds? They look like <laughs> bonds. They look like war bonds or something. Yeah. I don't know. They look like shares of Slugworth I'm Industries. I'm going to give you 10,000 10, bonds for sh- Slugworth candies. Yeah. Very That's odd. what it looked like. Because it just goes 10,000 of these. <laughs> They don't look like they're like big. If they're money, it's fake money. It's like Monopoly money. Yeah, but Monopoly Ooh, I could buy Mayfair smaller. now. Oh, if you landed on it, mm. then everyone gets again the laughs and gobstopper. One of them crosses the fingers. Yep, Verica, because she's a bitch. Yep, and then Violet steals, Violet the, steals gum. the gum. It's a great idea. Um, it is a great to have idea. a three course meal of gum. Violet has a great palate for someone who only ever chews gum. Yeah. Ooh, pot- mashed potatoes and roast beef. Okay, we already said that. Um, no, but I also, think she like, she eats. Yeah, but she, she wouldn't taste anything. If you were only ever for your whole life chewing gum. It would ruin your taste, do you reckon? Yeah, and your teeth. And, but like, Well, not if you believe the... some of the gum ads. If you believe some of the gum ads, they also, imply you don't have to go to the but dentist. But also they have... Slight laxatives in gum. Oh, yeah. Mm, so she's... Anyway. No, but she eats because she says I take the gum out and put it behind my ear. Gross. Disgusting. When she eats her meals. I just don't... I don't think you'd still be able to have that sophisticated of a palate. It goes very quickly through. Like, gum is a thing you don't... You chew over a bit of time, not as long as... Not three miles. Yeah. But, like, it's like tomato soup, roast... Dessert, all yeah. within like 30 seconds. Yeah. So then what? The after dinner mint comes and then you have a brandy and then you chuck your gum out. Yeah. In like a minute and a half. Yeah. No waste. Then, oh, then she becomes the big flat fat violet. blueberry. You're turning violet, violet. And then she gets rolled out with the oompa loompa doopa dee doo. If you are then you they're good, those songs. They are. And they work well with the little life lesson. Don't chew gum. It's a nasty habit. Don't be gluttony because you'll end up drowning in a chocolate river. Yeah. That's the lesson for all of us out there, So kids. it rolls out um, to the juicing room um, for you to juice the blueberry uh, child. year old girl. Yep. 
Um, I didn't mean for that to sound like that. You know, in this, in a couple of the Oompa Loompa songs, they have like word art PowerPoint presentations. Yes. <laughs> like come up on yep, the screen. Yep. I'm like, are the kids saying that? This does not look good. Like, it's, it's unnecessary. Do you think the one on the TV they're seeing, when Mike TV goes, they're seeing that because it's on the screen? Yeah, okay. And they're not, they don't have any word art in the Augustus one. But the one for Violet, they do. Are the people seeing that on the tour? I don't know. Hmm. It's a I don't question. think they are. Question for Mel Stewart, uh, if you're listening. Willie, uh, Gene Wilder. Oh, he's no, he's dead. Yeah, so it's Roald. Um, any of the kids, you've got nothing to do. They're all still alive. Take your hand out of that cow, <laughs> Charlie. <laughs> now, speaking of Violet turning Violet, Violet. This is a fan theory which Auntie Jenny shared with us. Oh, yes. Uh, posted by Avena on, I assume, Tumblr, which still exists. So, uh, Violet Beauregard should have won Wonka's Chocolate Factory. Mm-hmm. She then goes on to say, have I watched the movie in the last decade or more? No. Do I have ironclad evidence to support my argument? Yes. So, a quick summary. So, she has a few points. I'm going to read yeah. the whole thing word for word. She's the most knowledgeable about candy. So she knows a lot about candy. She recognises yeah. the gum straight away. Uh, she is competitive, determined, hardworking and willing to take risks. Her father is a businessman, so she understands business. Yes. Yep. She's the most sympathetic to the slow lover, Oompa Loompas. She has a go at Veruca when Veruca wants to buy one. And she gets the, she takes the test of the three course meal gum. Yeah. It's implied that Willy Wonka's testing things on the Oompa Loompas. It's less implied in the novel. In the novel, it happens. But in the movie, it's yeah. implied. So yeah. Violet takes that test on herself. Her personality flaw is the most fitting for the company. Okay. So, in the moralized, this one I can read with you. In the moralizing Oompa Loompa song, they say gum is pretty cool, but it's not socially acceptable to chew it all day. That's going to be a hard line. Not socially acceptable to chew all day. <laughs> it's a very hard line to rhyme with. The thing is, we already know that she can stop if she wants because she already did that to win the golden ticket. She is obsessive. She has an obsession with candy and neglect. that neglect of social norms is exactly what Wonka is all about. Quote, this is on brand. Ooh. And apparently her misstep in the factory is reasonable because Wonka tries to belittle her and she is standing up for herself. Hmm. So um, no, I disagree. She Auguste, was told not to have the gum because it doesn't work. Augustus Gloop contaminates the chocolate river. Charlie sneaks around and contaminates the vents wall. Veruca destroys and disrupts the workspace. Mike knows exactly what will happen to him and transports shrinks himself deliberately. Violet had no idea what the gum could potentially do to her and caused no harm to anyone or anything but herself because she didn't listen. Yeah, she was too proud. There is. We'll, we'll share this post on our Facebook page. There is some very intense debate in the Facebook comments. So if you've had enough debate about whether or not you should be wearing a mask for COVID uh, or whether or not you Ooh. should be having an engagement party, Oy. then uh, <laughs> join the other debate about who really should have won. Oh, no. Um, 
I'm leaning a little bit Violet's way. I think she's a good second place. But Charlie shouldn't have. She's the Charlie's least, nothing. She's the least obnoxious of... Uh, well, well, Augustus never says anything because he's eating. Can you imagine Charlie trying to boss uh, Oompa Loompas around? The Oompa Loompas don't need bossing around. They know exactly what they're doing. Grandpa Joe would be in charge. The Oompa Loompas will die off soon because there's no females. No, there was one. <laughs> oh, shit. Like, like Lady Smurf. <laughs> <laughs> the Smurfette of the Oompa Loompa world. Yep. Poor the orange Smurfette. Smurfette. So there's the theory about that Violet should have been the winner, which I'm a little bit on board with. What's the name? Zendaya. It's not Zendaya. <laughs> what? The name of the woman who posted the theory. Oh, you read it. Yeah, I know. But it was on page one and I'm on page five now. So I'm a little bit on board with Avena. Avena. Yep. Uh, and then she, because she also finishes with the meme, or someone posted underneath the meme of that guy sitting at the, oh, describe yes. the meme, yeah. the guy sitting at the table <laughs> with the coffee cup and the sign on the front of his table, Violet Beauregard should have won the chocolate factory and you can't change my mind. Yeah. So read that up. That'll go on our Facebook page and it'll go in our Facebook group and we can have our own little debate in the comments of the Facebook group. So join up there. Snarsberries. Who's ever heard of a snarsberry? That was the wrong accent. It's totally not COVID safe. Uh, licking okay, wallpaper. Well, <laughs> licking wallpaper in any times isn't... Yep, yep. But apparently... It just tasted like wallpaper. It's just wallpaper. The yeah. kids just licked wallpaper. Yeah. Here you go, kids. Just lick this wall. We're going to film the it and you've got to pretend it's delicious. The snozberries? Who's ever heard of a snozberry? The same people that have heard of vicious, pernicious, pernicious canids. He does... He also talks about... If she's a lady, I'm a vicious canid. I, I... Is that another one of Joe's? Yeah. God, he hates those kids. Ladies first. You're growing up to be... You're growing up to be Grandpa Joe. With the um, hate the kids. And I mean, the, this movie doesn't help. <laughs> um, going back, right back, because I meant to mention this, and now you've brought up snozberries and pernicious canids. Yeah. Venicious? Venicious, I think. Per- I wrote it... Obviously, I don't know how to spell vernicious. Per- pernicious is a real word. Vernicious canid. Vernicious. Is canid. how I wrote it. I spelled so, canid K-N-I-D. One of the... That's right, because I've read the book. One of the other things that uh, Willy Wonka mentions from Oompa Loompa Land is a thing called a wangdoodle. Ooh. Okay. So, Uh-oh. there is a book... Do not, do not Google wangdoodle. I, there is a book that I have at home... Um, I called, don't. Need, I don't need it. No, no. <laughs> called the last of the really great Wang Doodles. Oh, Lord, it's a kids' book. Oh Lord, and it was released in 1974 Ooh. by a lady by the name of Julie Edwards. That is the married name of Dame Julie Andrews. Oh, she wrote a book called "The Last of the Really she was Great Wang Doodles." Blake Edwards of Pink Panther fame. There you go, that's him. So she stole the, the she stole the word Wang Doodle, mm. but the Wang Doodle is a goodie in this book. The Wang Doodle was once the wisest, the kindest, and the most extraordinary creature in the world. Then Ooh. he disappeared and created a wonderful land for himself and all the other remarkable animals: the ten-legged like signed winders, the little fairy flute. Anyway, blah blah blah. So there's Wangdoodle, which was a baddie in Oompa Loompa Land, but a goodie in Julie Andrews slash Mary Poppins slash Maria Von Trapp's book. 
Okay. Okay. Good. The lemonade would have tempted me too. Oh, the fizzy drink, yeah. lifting drink. I love a fizzy drink. Yeah. And I also would like to fly. Into a into a Why spinning blade did, wh- that could kill you. Yeah, then. I wouldn't have let it go in the spinny blade. But I also burp a lot, so I think I wouldn't have made it that high. That's the one that would have tempted me of all the things. Not that chocolate river, because it looks gross. Yeah, the chocolate river looks like dirty water, which yeah. it was. And I don't like bubble gum. Bubble gum, no. Everlasting gobstopper, no. Eggs, no. I probably would have just stayed in the room. I would have just stayed in the room and eaten all the... In the chocolate room and eaten yeah. those wax flour teacups. Yeah, I just would have yeah. eaten all that and then got really sick. The That's the only special effect that doesn't... Well, the only shot that really doesn't work as well is when you're yeah. at the bottom of that flying up thing and they're there. Yeah, floating. It yeah, it didn't no, look great. It didn't work. That wasn't in the book. I was... I was like looking for wires. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, where are the wires? Where are the wires? The well, wires are definitely the there. Pants? Is that one on the But pants? I couldn't, you couldn't see them. You could probably guess where they would have hooked them on. Yeah. But you couldn't Belt really loops. see them. But yeah, the one where you're underneath and looking up uh, doesn't work well. So generally the special effects are good. And I think partly it's a low budget. So they didn't have a lot of money for special effects. No. So they would have worked out how to do things properly. The other special effects that, that worked all right was Violet's face turning blue was a combination of a blue light, yeah. but also the blue makeup. That did look good. It was better than Zack Attack in Sky High. <laughs> they just kind of put a yellow yeah, light near that was, him. That's true. And that's like him glowing. That's yeah. what I thought yeah, when yeah, I saw yeah. it. The floating works well. It was just the looking up at them from underneath yeah. that didn't work. Um, yeah, and they burp. Thank God he burped when he did. Yeah. Oh. Well, otherwise you would have just held yourself on that pole forever. Um, in the Family Guy episode. Yep. Um, they drink this the beer. Yeah. They drink some special beer that makes that them floats. go up. Well. Yeah. No prizes for guessing what um they have to do to get down. Oh, okay. The other end. They, yeah, the other end. Yep. Uh, Veruca's the only kid that gets a song. Yeah. To sing herself. I was thinking that, but then I'm like, why is that? We already learned that Charlie can't sing. Yes. Um, so that's fine. Augustus was eating, so his song would have been like... <laughs> the German <laughs> sousaphone going behind him. <laughs> um, Mike just Mike yells. Just shut up, Mike. Um, and Violet, It's actually not a bad song. Yeah. I In the stage show, the musical Now, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, yep. all the kids get their own song. But her song is considerably bigger in the um, stage show. Because I think a lot of it's rewritten. It's a fairly original score. There's not a lot from the Mm. original movie in it. But her song is one of the bigger ones in the musical stage show. Um, It was a pain to film. Yes. Um, Because there was so much going on. Little props. There's fake geese. Um, There's little props and there's like she's throwing things. She's got... Cellophane. Yep. Do you know um, why there's geese? Because they're cheaper than squirrels. Correct. Because in the book, they're nut sorting squirrels, which of course the salts want, because that's their yeah. factory is nut sorting. Yeah. Uh, and so Veruca wants a pet squirrel, but they couldn't work with or animate squirrels. Yeah. So they just got ge- geese and made them look bigger. Just they were just hand puppets, 
Jim Clearly. Henson's geese. Yeah. <laughs> um, They're not fancy yeah. enough for Hen- Henson. It took 36 takes just to, do to that song. No, well, I read that it took 36 takes just for her to throw that wrapping paper yeah. around Gene Wilder. Which she nailed at the end. Like I did, that is yeah. impressive. It goes around him perfectly, and you could see the joke getting set up from the start. The yeah. Bad egg. Yeah, bad egg. Oh, and then other oh, Joe as well. Oh. It's funny. She goes, "Daddy, I want a golden. I want a goose." And then Charlie just goes, "Here we go again." <laughs> like, oh God, now even Charlie's over yeah, it. Yeah, Charlie's over it. Um, Charlie's on Joe's camp of hating all the kids. She goes into the um, furnace. Yep, trash compactor down the garbage chute down to the, the garbage furnace. Chute to the furnace. Well, but it's only it's only every other day, so yeah. it's fifty fifty chance. Fifty fifty chance. But then the dad goes in after her. So goes in after her, and then Uncle Joe goes. Well, the the dad got what he always wanted. Veruca went first. Yeah, I was like that's a bit dark. That is you so bastard. dark. So Joe, I'm not only you, the more I'm thinking about this, Grandpa Joe, not a fan. Maybe he, maybe he was a plant. In Charlie's family, and he's the child murderer. Joe is the child murderer. <laughs> maybe he's a reform. Maybe he's on house arrest. That's why I can't get out of his bed. The golden ticket was the key to his ankle bracelet. Yep. And now he's allowed out. Twenty years was his sentence, and yeah. it just so happened that the first of October was. Now Willy Wonka already knew him. No, what if Joe's actually Willy Wonka? Oh my god. <laughs> No, too far. We're not going down that. But it's believable that Joe is a child murderer. Yeah. Because he, it's a fair stretch. Like, they met each other like 20 minutes ago. And Joe has already decided that Veruca Salt's father would rather his daughter die than him. Yes. That's what he's saying. Yeah. She goes first. She goes first. I want my daughter to die before me. She goes first. Like, you know, first on the boat, first in the factory, first to get everything. Yeah. It's just a But her dream, his dream, she she goes first. She goes first. She gets everything first, including death. Dead first. Um, Maybe Grandpa Joe killed Charlie's dad. Oh, there's a prequel for you. Charlie's dad is in the book. In the book. But uh, not in the movie. Yes, because he's in the... yeah, Other in movie. the movie, movie. Yeah, in the movie, all of the five kids take two parents. Really, in the book and in the second movie. Yeah. Oh, but they and thought if they did that, in the, um, yep. Uh, Charlie's mum is Helen Bottom Carter. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think it is, is it? Wait, is in it? the yeah, in the first movie, the nineteen seventy one that we're talking about tonight. They thought it was too many cast for to keep track of on the tour. They would have had to oh, do it. Oh, it is, yeah. They would need a bigger boat. Oh, my God, it is. Helen Bottom Carter. <laughs> of course it is. No, but Grandpa Joe goes with Charlie in the chocolate factory. Yes, but Helen Bottom Carter doesn't. Because in the book, Char- Grandpa Joe used to work at the chocolate factory. Oh, did he? I'm pr- I thought that going into this, and then they don't mention it That goes to my theory. This movie. Grandpa Joe is really Willy Wonka. And he gets put with Charlie to help him grow up into oh, someone that could take over the factory. Him. Yep. And then he goes, actually, I've lived with Charlie for 20 years. He's the only kid in the world I like. I hate these four. I'm going to kill them. Yep. Um, yeah. So mm. then there's the foamy thing. The foamy, I don't get. But also, if you look at the car, there's only four seats. Yep. 
he knew what was going on. The foam irritated the cast's skin so bad they needed two days off filming and they needed medical treatment. Oh, no. It was fire extinguisher foam <laughs> that they just shot out of the car. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. And then Mike TV shrinks himself. Mike TV, the whole thing with the TV thing. Do you not think the science is correct? I don't know. Well, Mike TV convinced me because he's just so aggressive about it. (laughs) Um, Because he knows exactly a million pieces. A million pieces. Shut up. And then Willy Wonka goes, you should open your mouth more when you talk. (laughs) I'm like, thank you. (laughs) Somebody finally said it. He does, though. That's the joke, is that he opens yeah. his mouth so much. That he opens he his mouth so much when he's talking about TV. <laughs> Maybe he's sloth. You should open your mouth a little wider. <laughs> it's not a good impersonation. That's somewhere. <laughs> that's an impersonation of Johnny Depp doing an impersonation of Gene Wilder's Willy Wonka. No. I've done two degrees of impersonation. Two degrees of impersonations. <laughs> I've done that without even trying. Every single time. Um no, it's a weird thing. Obviously, it's, it's science. Um, yeah. The, if you can do it with a picture, why not do it with a chocolate bar or a human being? The shot of the actual particles flying above yeah. them overhead. Yeah. No. A little, um, fan, little fantastical. Mm. But, you know, the, my favourite thing about this scene is the Oompa Loompa song in this scene. Watching too much TV? No, because they're like, this is, guys. This is our last hurrah. This is our last number. <laughs> Let's go all in. Yep. Let's do cartwheels and lifts and everything. Because yep. this this is the last kid that's going to die. And it's the oldest Oompa Loompa in existence. Yeah. One of like them. like 80. One of them is 70. He was yeah. 70. Yeah. He was actually 70. Um, it does the... It's very dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> The mother and the father. Oompa. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then it's a great one. Thing. It was so complicated to get those things right. Took so many takes for all those cartwheels. Six. Just to do cartwheels. I can do a cartwheel in one take. So if anybody is listening and you need an actor that can do a cartwheel in one take, <laughs> I'm available. Too tall. But to be an Oompa Loompa, yeah. Yeah. Did you know also that the Oompa Loompa choreographer also did some choreography for Barbara Streisand? What? She doesn't <laughs> like... Or her show, one of her shows. It's just, I don't think she was doing cartwheels. She stands there and goes, wow, don't tell me not to live, just sit and putter. <laughs> I don't think she's doing cartwheels, but no, her show was once choreographed by the guy that choreographed the Oompa Loompas. I don't know if he, She's very top heavy, so maybe the... Centre of gravity is a bit off for a cartwheel. Like, you should have to do more the somersault like Gene Wilder at the start. Yeah. Then Mike gets taken to the taffy room for stretching. Thankfully, 10-year-old boys are very flexible. (laughs) So Mike TV is taken to the taffy room where he is pulled back into shape. Oh. Then Charlie thinks he wins. But did you, Charlie? No, because you broke the goddamn rules. But then... But did you? No, Grandpa Joe, the asshole, convinced <laughs> you to. <laughs> but then he wins him over by giving him back the everlasting gobstopper. And people say, yeah, 
He was the only one that gave back the everlasting gobstopper. Yeah, of course a, he was, because the others are dead. The others are dead and or fudge. They didn't leave, like, they didn't write a will and go, I leave the everlasting <laughs> gobstopper to I someone. Slugworth and then the 10,000 Slugworth <laughs> Incorporated and the 10,000 pieces of paper can go to yeah. Grandpa. Not Grandpa Joe, <laughs> their Joe, Grandpa. Their Grandpa. Because their Grandpa is automatically better than Grandpa Joe. Then Willy Wonka loses his mind in an angry way. Yeah, like cray cray. Yeah, like over as over the top as everything else that he does. You broke the rules. Good day. <laughs> yeah. I said good day, sir. <laughs> and interestingly about that set, the everything cut in half is not a character trait of Willy Wonka. It was weird. It's that they yeah. they set up the scene and then Mel Stewart, the director, thought everything looks too good. Cut everything in half. Oh, wow. Yeah. Not just, just goes, mess this, something up. No, he goes, this office looks amazing. It looks too beautiful. Cut everything in half. And then okay. they just cut everything in half. Yeah. And then Charlie, the little insipid little nothing poor boy, wins the world's greatest chocolate How about factory. Grandpa Joe again. Yep. You're an evil man. And then oh, Slugworth can have his ever loves in gobstopper. I'm like, yep. okay, Joe. It's um, not yours. One, if you're going to say it, maybe to wait till you've left the room. Yeah. Two, he could throw you in a vat. off. You've already lost him the contest for making him drink the fizzy lifting drink yep. that nearly killed him. Yep. Grandpa Joe's the worst. Oh. He's the worst. You know who wouldn't have done that? Grandma Georgina. Yes. I was going to say it. Yes, but <laughs> then. got her name again. Then it would have been. Weekend at Bernie's 3, the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> Weekend at Chocolate Factory. <laughs> Weekend at Willie's. Oh, Georgina. Just, and as you said before in the Family Guy reference, they don't have ramps. <laughs> ramps. Oh. Now, then the ending is very different to the book. Yes. Okay. So in the book, the glass elevator shoots out of the factory and then goes and picks up Charlie's family, mm-hmm. all of them, and then wow. shoots off into space. And Charlie oh. in the Great Glass Elevator is set in space. Oh, so he doesn't go back to the factory? Eventually. Oh, that's the f- when he's older. Yeah, Charlie in the Great when Glass... Johnny Depp age. Yeah, Charlie in the Great Glass Elevator shoots off into space and that's where the second book is set. But Roald Dahl cracked it with the first movie yeah. that he said, you're not making the second one. Overall, oh, the last line was almost going to be Grandpa Joe's yippee. Oh god, that would have made me hate him even yeah. more. Yeah, but then, but then they kind of did it, and they were like, "Now this shit house, this is a shit ending." So Mel Stewart rang the writer David Seltzer, mm. Alka Seltzer's brother, Alka Seltzer, yeah, and said, "We need a new ending. Give us another line." Mm-hmm. So like on I the spot, fucked off. Yeah, on the spot, he came up with not a great line. You know what happened to the boy that got struck. By the <laughs> you know what happened to the boy that got everything he ever wanted? He lived happily ever after. Yeah. It's, it's not, not a great, great line. line. It's also kind of just um, washes away all the other um, lessons that the movie was trying to tell kids. Yeah, just dream oh, about not it. Not really. No, because it was like, if you're nice, you'll get everything you ever want and you'll live happy after. If you mean, you'll die in some form of torturous way. Yeah. Well, it's basically the Saw movie 
in a chocolate factory. Yeah, it's also that, but then it's also like a lesson of parenting. If you're a terrible parent, you will have terrible kids. Well, you know who's to blame. The, the mother, mother and the father. Thanks for listening to another episode of Two Drink Cinema. Hopefully soon we'll be out of lockdown and we can watch something live. Uh, make sure you follow us on the socials. Thank you, Brett. Thank you. Jeez. Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Drink Cinema. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Please share with a friend and leave a rating and review. It goes a long way to help us reach a bigger audience. This show is produced by Odd Sox Entertainment. For more of Odd Sox Entertainment's work, including the show notes for this episode, follow the link in this episode description. Follow us on all your social platforms and join our Facebook group to connect with us. Thanks for listening. Happy watching and drink responsibly. Cheese.